0: This is Shop Talk, our weekly discussion of journalism issues. I'm Rich Ecker.
1: I'm Will Buss.
2: And I'm
0: Pam Peters. Poynter recently ran a story under the headline, The Local News Crisis Will Be Solved at the Grassroots. It goes on to say that nothing replaces dedicated entrepreneurial journalists, whether they be at digital nonprofits, legacy daily newspapers, or tiny community radio stations. Collaborations between local news outlets are another possibility. We discussed that last week with the uh, student newspaper at the University of Iowa buying a couple uh, local uh, news weeklies. Uh, I'm wondering uh, whether the two of you, believe the future of journalism will depend on grassroots efforts.
2: I think in some ways, yes. Um, Again, it goes back to what we've talked about time and time again here. Grassroots efforts are important because we can know all the national and international news we want. But if we don't know what's going on in our own backyards, it's really hard to keep up with, with everything. But also, I think at some level, if you don't know what's going on in your own backyard how do you buy into what's happening nationally? And I think we see that from time to time with things that are happening, whether it's politically or whatever. Well, I don't see that happening here, so it's not a problem. Um, I know part of that story talked about the MLK50 movement in Memphis. And I, I went on the website earlier and just wanted to look at some of it. And it's a very grassroots, which I found interesting because even Memphis, which is not a news desert, uh, Memphis has all kinds of news outlets, but one thing Memphis misses that I think other areas miss as well is they don't get down deep into the issues that need to be talked about. So Memphis is a very poverty-stricken city. Everybody, when I lived in the Tennessee area, everybody talked about, well, Memphis has a high crime rate, but they never talked about, well, Memphis also is one of the poorest cities in the country. Um And so I was looking at the stories on this and it really focuses on poverty, you know, bringing those stories out of people that are deep in there and, you know, living close to Memphis, I got all the local news and you never really heard anything about the poverty, those serious issues like that. So I think having those grassroots programs allow us to bring issues out that are often ignored whether it's because larger stations don't think it's an issue or larger stations just want to ignore it because they're owned by these big conglomerates that are like, you know, let's just move on. So, you know, yeah, I think, I think grassroots news has a place and will save a lot because they're the ones that live in the community. They're part of the community and they want to tell the story of what's actually going on in the community that I think is often missed. Within that.
0: Well, you, you mentioned crime rates, and what I've seen, because I grew up in the Chicago area and still go up there to visit family, and when I see TV news, it's a lot of crime coverage. It's easy to report on, on crime, or you send a crew out to where something is happening, you can say you're live on the scene, as opposed to digging deeper into issues that I think impact the community, not to mention Probably many of the people at a large market TV station are making at least a, a fairly decent salary, and and they're not in the neighborhoods, perhaps, uh, where poverty, an issue such as poverty, might be a concern. So, so they're not maybe as aware of
2: it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, I, I remember watching movies, and I always thought it was a joke until I got. If it bleeds, it leads is something we're always taught, this idea of crime sells news. And it's true. And let's be honest, poverty, it's everywhere. We are—we have a—I a, think I read something recently, don't know the exact numbers, but around 40 percent of our country lives in poverty.
0: Well, you know, we we live in a part of the state that has high poverty it, rates here, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so
2: yeah. it's—and it's interesting, when you write those stories, it's controversial, even though— most of us live we do not live in the high wealth gap um but it's controversial and I, I i you know again i think coming from people that are from those areas live in those areas yeah i think that it it um puts more of, they put more of an emphasis on that cuz they see it but it also it costs more to cover those stories you know i sure. you have to go in and investigate it and go in and dig into it so it's easier to cover those, those news stories that are crime. So, yeah, it's...
0: You also, you're not feeding the beast. You know, that's mm-hmm. part of the problem, especially, yeah. you know, well, I guess any news. You, if if it's, it's TV, you have all these newscasts every day, radio, you have newscasts, the newspaper, you have column inches to fill, so yes, right, Will? So if you're digging deep into a subject and spending a lot of time to compile... Mm-hmm. An in-depth piece, you're not feeding the, the, the beast on a daily basis, right. so to
1: no. speak. And exactly. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's important to note. I think you know a grassroots, You know a, the answer to feeding, providing news to places that are, that are without and have been going without or underreported, yes, I agree that grassroots efforts uh, are one way. Um, I think it all depends on how much a, a, a community wants it. You know, I think it, it's it's kind of a two-way street here. Do we have a, an entity? Do we have a group of people that are going to make that, take that initiative and provide that service? But is there a community there that that, that cares about it? And I think to the point to where people don't feel that their communities are safe, that they can raise their families, that they can have, earn a good living. I think they're going to start demanding that they have some information that to which they can make better decisions, have better representation, have a uh, police and public services and public safety, I think that kind of de, kind of uh, determines that as well. And so having a grassroots initiative, news media to provide that is uh, you know, certainly a, a way to try to help meet that need. I think, I think it comes from, though, people have to care enough, I think, too, that are, that are the intended audience for this information.
0: Well, and when you say care enough, they have to be willing to support it. That's what I mean. Yeah, whether whether they run a business and advertise or, uh, you know, the public media model of having the audience make financial contributions to the station, Mm -hmm. people have to care enough. Otherwise, that's going to go away because even at the grassroots level, these reporters need some income. So they can afford to eat and have a roof over their heads.
1: Exactly. You want to have. Uh, you want to have uh, an informed citizenry. You want to know about the candidates that are running. That are running for office. You want to know the public officials that are making decisions about your public safety, about your tax dollars. Um, invest in that media that you have, or while you still have it. But unfortunately, some some do not, and so you're going to get as good a news as you put your money into. Uh, now, you may have every intention to want to have that information, and you may be dealing with, uh, like, certain communities where you don't have that service anymore. And I think that's where – I think this is, this, is a, this is an answer where you're going to have to have people who are going to have to make that, that grassroots uh, effort to try to bring that back um, if they can. But, uh, again, it's a two-way street. You have to have a citizenry that wants that so they can uh, – it has to be helped and supported financially.
0: And I, I suppose we, we should say supported financially by the people who can can manage that. Because if we're talking about areas with high poverty rates, there may be a lot of people affected and who are interested, but who simply do not have that disposable income.
2: Well, I think I, I, that's, that's definitely one of the issues. I think another one that Will kind of touched on was we have to have the money, but we also have to have, I think sometimes people get socialized into thinking that, the way they live is normal. And I don't know that that's the best way to put it, but we have to have journalists that can actually say, look, this is what's actually happening here. This isn't, this isn't what everybody else experiences. Not that that's always a bad thing. So I think sometimes people get caught up into, and having grown up in a small rural community, well, what happens on the national end, that's just not something that either A, impacts me, or B, why should I care about that because that's not part of my lifestyle, where it may not be, but having those grassroots can actually talk about how does what's happening nationally impact me locally? because it does it all what's happening in my local area of Macomb can impact the state, can impact things naturally, nationally, and vice versa. But, yeah, it goes back to how do we support those because, yeah, if I'm a journalist, I want to cover things like how is poverty uh, impacting my local community. But if I can't make a living to even live in that community, then why am I going to stay here and do that? So, yeah, it's all a it's all the circle that kind of impacts everything.
0: With that, uh, we're going to wrap up our discussion for this week. Our listeners can join us again next week for more of Shop Talk.